This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. We move through a field of infinite abundance like fish glide through water. Prosperity at all levels is our native habitat. Grace, the flow of good into and through our lives, is our divine inheritance. Now, I know these things to be true, but I certainly haven't always lived in that truth. I have yanked myself out of prosperity consciousness, just like a poor fish being yanked out of water, so many times in this life. Can any of you relate to that, those feelings of stress and fear around money and resources or a sense of lack thereof? I think the whole area of prosperity consciousness, the law of abundance, demonstration, manifestation, it's something that can be really challenging on this new thought path that we're on. Uh, I have definitely struggled with it in the past, but I've had some breakthroughs recently that are proving huge blessings to me, and that's what I want to share today. This is the very first talk I've ever given on the topic of prosperity because, truthfully, I haven't felt qualified. Um, I'm, I'm a person living a very unconventional pathway. I think many of, many of us feel that way. I've been self-employed with huge financial ups and downs pretty much my whole life, and when I would get early on, I would be in, earlier on in my career when I would find myself in those moments of Sill, what have you done? You know, you should have taken your education and gone into corporate America and made a nest egg and gotten stable before you go off saving the planet. But for me, doing work that I am really passionate about and having a lot of control over my schedule, those have been forms of prosperity that are super, super important to me. When I finally did, a few years ago, get on a trajectory where it looked like it was just going to be financial smooth sailing from there on out, it all blew to pieces and I found myself scrambling again. And as part of that, I wound up uh, going into bankruptcy to protect my house from the Oregonian media company. Ah! I never saw that coming. And for the past several years, I have been rebuilding from the bankruptcy. And anyone who's gone through that knows That's a process in and of itself. And now, though, it is fully wrapped and behind me, I am delighted to say. And I just wanted to share all of that in full transparency because I don't put myself out there as having a lock on this whole prosperity thing. But I I have made some shifts that are really delivering big blessings, and that is what I'm going to share today. And I just hope it's, it's useful to some of you who are listening. This is week two of our season of the earth, and man, spring is springing here in the northern hemisphere. So I think this is the perfect time to let nature guide us into prosperity consciousness, because after all, nature really is the ultimate guide to abundance. I got inspired for this topic, actually, one morning. I was sitting out in my little hot tub on my deck doing my morning practices, which is my my normal morning routine that I'm grateful for, and my yard was literally pulsing with birdsong, trailing and cheeping and chirping and squawking and the poo-pooing, poo-pooing of the, there we go, nice, bring it. Uh, Soulshine is adding to our, our cacophony of birdsong. It was just layers of melody. And that morning, my birdbath, I had to write the list down. All of these species were, loved, were being loved up by my birdbath. Robins, varied thrush, cedar waxwing, 
rosy finches, pine siskins, white crowned sparrows. Gosh, they are cheeky little aggressive dudes, those little white, white crowned sparrows. House sparrows, morning doves, nuthatches. We're all taking turns, dipping into the water and then racing off. No worrying about the source of that water. No worrying about the source of the seeds in the feeder. They didn't view me as that source. I was just an odd-looking vessel. Source is the air through which they soar. One of my biggest prosperity consciousness breakthroughs lately has been the realization that God, source creator, isn't just our supplier, it's actually our supply. An infinite flow of divine substance is birthing creation all the time. We are from that substance and we are with it still and forever. It flows to, through, around us right in this very, very minute, this divine God stuff, this substance of creation. I am fully supplied and supported by God, by source, by divine substance. Say that out loud with me. I am fully supplied and supported by God, by divine substance. It's a powerful, powerful, powerful way of being. There is a tremendous difference I'm finding between divine law and the laws that we usually build our lives around, these human laws, the laws that our programming and often our fear tell us we have to follow. There's the law that says we may starve or wind up homeless if we don't have enough strips of green paper bills stacked up or piles of metal discs or plastic cards that can get us things. And all of those are good, but they aren't source. They are just means. Any specific job, any particular business client, any loan or any gift, those aren't supply. They're vessels. Outer sources of prosperity are merely channels for the prosperity that flows from the level of spirit. You know, the book of Psalms notes uh, that lions roar for their prey, and then they go and get their food from God. It's that, kind of, it's that kind of energy. There are myriad ways that our needs can be met, ways that we may not even be consciously aware of right now, already moving toward us. God, source, creator, is our supply. And at the level of truth, the only laws that we are under are God's laws. Another tool for strengthening prosperity consciousness is, is exercising the it is done level of thinking and claiming. Empowered affirmation and prayer, it claims truth and presses that claim. I claim the truth of my divine inheritance. I claim the prosperity and support that is my native habitat. Thank you, source. I now release this prayer with fully gra- full gratitude, knowing it is already so in divine mind. It is done. The key here is to get into the feeling of it actually being done. Not just the wordy affirmations, but the feeling of it. One of Unity's 12 powers is imagination. And this area of abundance is a great place to apply that. Several years ago, uh, I took a prosperity class that uh, Reverend Jane Hyatt taught. And in it, she shared with us a really, really powerful tool. It's the exercise of asking yourself, how would a successful blank feel right now? 
How would a successful financially secure businesswoman feel right now? How would a financially stable, well-resourced musician feel right now? You want a great new job? How would that job feel? You want a great new house, like Victor's going to get? How will it feel being in that new home? It's about the feeling of paying bills with not a single bit of stress about it, just the gratitude for having a place to live and electricity and running water. I suggest spending some time every single day imagining. It is actually a form of imagineering. It's helping that divine substance coalesce into what you need in that moment. Get into the feeling of freedom, the feeling of empowerment, the feeling of well-being. The moment the it-is-done state of things really, really settles into our consciousness, anxiety and fear depart, and a sense of divine abandon kind of flows in. It is delicious, and it is fun. You're not worried about the how. You just know at some level you know that needed, that needed manifestation is already underway. And by the way, if you ever get a chance to take a prosperity class with Reverend Hyatt, I highly, highly recommend it. The third prosperity consciousness tool or hack that I want to share with you uh, is the concept of spiritual indifference or taking God for granted. And I know that seems a little counterintuitive, but hang with me for a second. I put myself through college in part on soccer scholarships at the Evergreen uh, State College. Now, unlike Nolan's little league team, we sucked. We We were not good. I mean, Evergreen's mascot is a gooey duck. For those of you who don't know what a gooey duck is, it is a giant clam. Come on now. We're not, we're not eagles or tigers or vikings or even trailblazers we were soccer playing clams (laughs) and worse than that gooey duck well not worse along with that gooey duck is spelled g-e-o-d-u-c-k so we would show up to away games and people would be like what's a geoduck (laughs) seriously so we had several, several years of losing seasons, and then kind of miraculously, we got a little better, and we won a game, and we just darn near lost our minds. We were, we were running around, screaming, hugging, flinging mud on each other, and we get back to the locker room, and Coach Jan, in her usual understated way, <laughs> she says, well, congratulations, Perhaps next time you can behave like winning isn't such an anomaly. (laughs) Spiritual indifference is the art of receiving goodness with an attitude of, well, of course, it's my natural way of being. Been here, done that, so grateful. My natural flow is just awesome. It's the spiritual version of Damian Lillard on the basketball court, and I promise this is my last sports story. For those of you who don't know, we got a lot of we got a lot of Trailblazers fans in the building here. For those of you who don't know, Damian Lillard is a professional basketball player with the Portland Trailblazers, and he is a phenomenal long distance shooter. He can drain a three point shot from darn near half court, and he'll just turn around and go on to the next play. Like, yep, that's just how it flows. 
It's, it, it's like a dolphin launching itself from the ocean in this muscular, amazing display of grace, splashing back in and just racing off to the next thing. Cool, no big deal. Despite, I do have to say, despite the whole giant clam thing, I love Evergreen State College, and I got a fabulous education there, and I intend someday to support a scholarship. The other angle of spiritual indifference comes into play when we're faced with a problem or, or a situation that we don't feel like we yet know how to deal with. Pulling on divine indifference rather than fixating on the problem, we shift toward an attitude of, hmm, I don't really know how this is going to sort out, but I am a powerful spiritual being, one with all of creation, and it's going to be cool to watch this shake out. It's just a sense of playing with it a little bit, of knowing that that source is there. Up until recently, I had experienced a good deal of financial fear and stress in my life. I'm now, I now understand that when I'm at that, in that level of fear, I'm in my human-only consciousness. I'm feeling like I've got to handle this all by myself. When we're in the fear, we're forgetting that we are spirit. We are extensions of source and that we actually have the will of God, of, of source, working with us, supporting us in moving forward. Fear only exists when we don't understand that we have the power to project thought and the universe responds. At that level of fear, there's a natural tendency to hustle, to listen to that human law, like the one that says, man, you got to work hard to succeed. Boy, I bought into that for so much of my life. I bought into that law so strongly. And guess what? I had to work really hard. You know, I'm now learning once again to look more toward nature, the ultimate abundance guide. You don't really see nature working. You see nature allowing flowing. A river just naturally flows toward the abundance of the ocean. Birds just eat and mate and spar and fly. You know, Jesus noted that the ravens don't sow or reap, but God feeds them. What if it's just easy? What if we can just allow? What if we can move away from we have to do to we get to do? when it comes to our work. The presence of this divine substance we call God, it is our natural native habitat. At this level, we stop working on problems. We stop trying to get things. And we really just move into an alignment that frees us and frees the flow of creativity around us. In divine indifference, We know we never have to do anything all by ourselves in these little, mere human aspects of ourselves. A year ago, I was still in Chapter 13 bankruptcy and had no savings. My house needed some major repairs, and I was driving a beloved little 15-year-old car with well over 200,000 miles on it. I still felt blessed, I still felt prosperous, but felt a little shaky and I wanted things to be a little different. And I had no idea how that was going to come about. 
I wasn't willing to take offers uh, for work that would have required me to have to go to the East Coast or overseas. I wanted to stay put. And then COVID hit. And both my sustainability and social enterprise business and my empowerment and reinvention business both took nosedives. And I found myself spending way more time on my ministerial studies and on work with this unity community than I was spending on um, my own business and income streams. However, at the outset of COVID, the onset of it, I also really felt called to action. And I launched, quickly set up a little nonprofit organization called The Rethink that has a mission of of helping raise awareness about not just going back to normal post-pandemic, but harnessing this time to create new and better norms. Now, I didn't have a lot of capacity, and I had no real resources for this little organization. I'm going to come back to that in a second. I didn't know how things were going to work out, but for some reason, I think because of the immersion in these principles and, 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 and these way, this way of thinking that unity um, supports, I just knew it was going to work out. I felt really, really supported. I knew that source was my supply. I did the work that was before me, even though unpaid in the linear monetary um, terms, and to a degree never I had never experienced before on on a um, a resource prosperity front. I just trusted, and I got a little playful with it. It was like, huh, I don't really know where all this is headed, but it's going to be really cool to watch this work out. Today, chapter 13 is paid off a year early. My house is refinanced at super low interest. All the upgrades have been made. I love my new floors and ceilings. Um, my new, a new laptop materialized just before the old one bit the dust. Sandy the Prius, my beloved car, she has become an organ donor, and uh, several of her batteries and electrical parts are now part of renewable energy projects, and I have a brand new RAV4 hybrid that showed up in exactly the color I wanted. I am loving my ministerial study and service. Last week, I delivered the first season of the earth talk for Sunday service, and I had invested a ton of time in preparing for that. Once again, sort of setting aside some of my own needed-to-do paid work components. I got uh, done with the service. I got back home. I pulled up my emails, and there's a notification that someone from Canada, who I had never met in person, had made a $1,000 contribution to the Rethink. It just flowed. Natural flow being so awesome. It kind of felt like spirit was saying, relax, just do the work. We got this. Now, I'm in no way suggesting that anybody quit your job or neglect your business at all. Spiritual indifference does not mean careless handling of our business or our finances. And in fact, being responsible is one of the ways that we create conditions to allow more prosperity to flow. But what I am suggesting is just to open more and more and more and more widely to the truth that there are myriad ways for means to flow into you, unconventional ways and conventional ways. I don't know exactly what's going to happen with my business, don't know exactly what's going to happen with this ministerial path that I'm on, but it sure is going to be fun.
watching it flow forward. What we focus on expands. In this time of spring, with all the nest building and fish spawning and cocoon spinning, this is such a perfect time to just, to just observe the naturalness of prosperity. There are layers and layers of abundance in, happening in nature right now. And we are nature. There are layers and layers of abundance in our lives if we just look. In the human realm of rent and car payments and bills and feeding family, I know that it can be so easy to get micro-focused on the money aspect of prosperity. But prosperity is so much bigger than that. Money is just one thin spider thread of overall abundance. Beautiful, harmonious, love and laughter-filled relationships, prosperity. Gorgeous, healthy, capable bodies, prosperity. Special talents and abilities, prosperity. Flexibility with our schedule, how we spend our time, that's a form of prosperity. Even the opportunity, or maybe especially the opportunity to focus on spiritual study and exploration to be part of a community like this, that's a definite form of prosperity. You are living on a planet of magnificent abundance with demonstrations of flow and fertility and vitality all around. And you are a powerful spiritual being, one with this awesome creation. Substance is your native habitat Dive into it. You have the power of it is done consciousness at your disposal. Expect prosperity. Enjoy it. Play with it. Allow. Let it be easy. At the level of divine law, the level of your true self, prosperity is. Blessings. Go forth and prosper. <laughs>